start recording, but what's going on? Who here with me? Uh, Naldo. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? Nothing much. I'm up on your sand. Um, what's today's date? It's November 12th. It's been a long time, I believe, since July, I want to say 18th. The last episode of the Wiz Report. But we um we back. I have a we have a new a new co host with us. I want I would like you to introduce yourself, brother. Uh, hey, how you doing guys? It's Arnold Vasquez reporting here from Norfolk, Virginia. There we go. So the Wizards done gave us a lot to talk about so far this um this season, man. And wouldn't say been too many good things to say regarding, you know, the Washington Wizards. We've been um been like an emotional roller coaster so far. And we haven't I feel like like the core of our team been together too long and not have established an identity. And I feel like we, we still fighting to look for an identity and and like this is was eighth year I believe or ninth. 2010, got there, yeah, eighth year, or ninth year, if not mistaken. And Bill's seventh or sixth, seventh, I believe. So it's like, it's it's tough. These two have been together for too long for our team not to have it together. Yeah, man. I mean, what's the standing three and nine right now? Uh, we look back to last season, having Gortat as our center. You know, we did have an established chemistry with him. We're still about seven and five. Seven and five right now, so I mean there is a difference, but I mean we do have to realize we just brought in Dwight Howard mm-hmm. and Austin Rivers, so you know it's gonna take some time for them to develop the kind of chemistry that Gortat already had with John mm-hmm. Wall. Despite of the differences, they still knew each other. You don't get to see that many pick and rolls anymore with Dwight Howard just because he's new to the game. I mean, not to the game, but to, to our the team. Game. Yeah. Man, and actually, I'm I actually agree with I agree with you in that sense. You feel me? Like the chemistry still has to get there because we practically have a new team from last year. Like we have a few returning faces like Kelly, John, Dwight, Otto, Keith. I mean, not Dwight. I didn't mean to say White. Uh, yeah, Kelly, Otto, Keith. We really don't have a lot. Like a lot of our bench players are new. Like. Austin is new. You know, Troy Brown, he hasn't got a lot of playing, playing time, but he's he's new as well. Dwight is new. And not only is Dwight new, Dwight is a new player that we're putting into our starting lineup, meaning that he has to build the chemistry with our starting lineup, but he hasn't been there. So, like I said, I, I do agree with you in that sense where I, I think we can turn it around. We have a lot of time to turn it around. A lot of time to turn it around, but I think we need to get that together sooner than later. Like team, oh, go ahead. No, uh, the main issue I feel like our bench is having right now is not an established lo- role of a leader in our bench because we mm-hmm. do recognize Kelly Uber as an aggressive force in our bench itself. But mm-hmm. I don't think people see, you know, a junior as their leader in the bench. You know, mm-hmm. that's where I felt like bringing in Jeff Green, we will have that, you know, veteran role in our bench that still hasn't seen that establishing by him being the leader of that second unit. Yeah, I, I feel like he's more so like he's consistent off the bench this this season. From from the game that I've watched, he's been he's been doing his thing. 
Like he had a double double other night. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he may have had one before in the season. I'm, I'm gonna double check that because I, I don't want to be quoted wrong or misquote. But he's been playing hard. I feel like he's been the most consistent guy off the bench. Him and Kelly. Him and Kelly, of course. Him and Kelly been giving us, you know, minutes off the bench. But yeah. it's like Austin hasn't been that point guard that we needed off the bench so far this season. And he had a he had a better game the last two games, but. Especially last game, but it's we need the consistency. Like, and I'm hoping, like, I honestly, I like the way we played the first Orlando game towards the end. Like, we 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 played great. Like, Wall, even when he led us to the comeback, unfortunately, we we lost the game when we cut it down to one, and then turnovers, miscommunication on defense, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. turnovers. Like, we. I mean- we would I blame that game? I mean, mm-hmm. that game, even though the fourth quarter seemed like it was getting close, mm-hmm. if you look back to the previous two games, which were mm-hmm. both L's, you can notice that third quarter, halfway, Scott Brooks had already given up. And he was just sending out the second year. He was like, let me see if the second year I can catch up. And then I put Wall and, you know, Bill back in. Uh, I mean, John Wall, I feel like, already has – a clutch mode when it comes to fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He can be down by 30, and he will cut that lead on that clutch mode. He mm-hmm. has the experience. He has the speed. Because, you know, we forget the fact that we recognize John Wall as one of the top point guards in the league, mm-hmm. and it's because of his speed. Not because mm-hmm. of his shooting. It's his speed, his handles, his way to drive to the basket. Mm-hmm. I am noticing a lot of difference in the fact that there's not a lot of space on the floor for John Wall to penetrate. It's rare to see John Wall making uh, – you know, pick and roll since he has Dwight Howard now. And also mm-hmm. you see the fact that uh, John Wall's not getting a lot on the line, and that's affecting him. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not getting in that line. He has to get them free throws. I feel like he's been – he's – this what I, this one thing, me personally, I could be wrong, but I think. I feel like Wall has heard so much feedback about his jump shot that he doesn't focus on – he doesn't he, – he went away from what he's known for. And I say I say this. He wants to get become a better jump shot shooter, so he went away from driving so more. You feel me? Like it seemed like he take more jump shots than he should, just to improve that. But I think you have to stay in your game. Like we've known Wall for being a slasher, a playmaker and a slasher. Like he's able to create off the dribble and he's able to dunk on your head at at any moment. And like sort of like Westbrook, like Westbrook. Un- but Westbrook, I feel like Westbrook take horrible shots. But in a sense, he still goes to the rim and he gets to the free throw line a lot. Yeah. And I think Wall needs to continue to do that. Even though a lot of calls don't go on his way, I feel like if he didn't shoot as many jumpers as he does now, he would be at the free throw line a lot more. Also, Otto Porter. Otto <laughs> Porter. Uh, Where is that guy? Man, I swear he goes missing half of the game. Third quarter, he might hit those eight points he needs to fill up the stat sheet so he could look good for, you know, Scott mm-hmm. Brooks and uh, Ernie Grunfield. But I think we need to establish him as a second unit. I just feel like he should just be on the second unit. If he wants to act like that, if he wants to have burst games, second unit is perfect for him. He'll come in, play his 22 minutes, you know, come in, End the first quarter, halfway through second, get those burst eight points he always gives us, get those, you know, nine maybe rebounds he's going to get us and those three assists. 
You know, you be mm-hmm. good with the game. You're filling out the stat sheet the way you do on a regular basis. It's just you right. come out of the bench and, you know, let us have that aggressive rebounder, like, you know, uh, that, um, how can I explain that, Kelly Uber mentality, let me jump for every basket and try to get a tip-off. That's what we need. Because mm-hmm. Marquise Morris, lately he has been not as aggressive as he was before. I don't know. So I, I can be, one thing I can't say, not to cut you off, one thing I can't say about Marquise, though, he's on decent, defense and a low post, he's been holding his own. Yes, he has. Like, I haven't been seeing him get killed. Now, offensively, he hasn't been what he can be. But as far as defensively, he's been doing well in the post. And I don't know what's like wrong I've with the team. Something, something's going on with the three-point line. Lately, we haven't been doing that good. Marquise is recognized for that, that corner three. He's always in that corner. That's why that stretch forward position of him. Corner three, baseline, or maybe he'll do a jump shot through baseline. I haven't seen a lot of him from – a lot of him shooting that. Mm-hmm. I think we, we should – like, we, we, we have to attack the basket more as a team. We gotta get back to attacking the basketball. Yeah. Too many jump shots. Many like jump shots. it was, it was. Um, I was watching what game. We were horrible from the three point line in the first quarter versus Orlando. Mm-hmm. Like we we shot, I believe eleven. I want to say eleven threes. Yeah, and uh, we were like one for eleven or something like yeah, that. No, we went. No, we went. Uh, I think it was three for the second. By halftime, we were three for twenty-one or something like that. Yeah. Now we 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 taking them more than we take, we've been taking them in the past, but we're not hitting them. Yeah. We, I mean, we turn the, you gotta understand the league is based off a three-point shooting. They're trying to catch up to that. We just don't have the shooters. Mm-hmm. It's an aggressive team that's supposed to just drive to the basket. Otto Porter was known for that mid-range shot. How come I don't see mm-hmm. him taking no mid-range shot? He's always spotted up on the corner of the three. Nah, man, just close up a little more. Even though they're trying to space out the floor, they're not spacing out evenly. Like, I don't trust anybody right. close attention to that. Always on the right side. Since they're all right-handed, they're always on the right side. You're going to see Auto Port, I mean, Bradley Beal posted up on the corner three. Uh, as in, like, top corner three. You got mm-hmm. Auto Porter standing between the line, and then Marquise Moore's in the corner, and Dwight Howard on the left side catch the rebound. That's affecting mm-hmm. us a lot. That's not a lot of distribution. Yeah. Plus, John Wall's an- not driving it. So, That's another thing. Rebounds, like, thing. Yesterday was our first game out rebounding an opponent. Yes. Not yesterday, but um, Saturday was the first game we had all season out rebounding an opponent. I think we out rebounded them forty-eight to thirty-eight. Thank I feel you. like it's it's no way with the size that we have on the fifth court, we should not be grabbing more rebounds. But I'm not. Go ahead. Those stats are going to change a little more just because of the mm-hmm. fact that um, – We still know, we easy got, to write back in. Yeah, and this is another thing. I think in. a lot of fans, we, we've we been in panic mode as, a, as as basketball fans for the Wizards, mm-hmm. but we only 12 games into the season. Yeah, like, we've, we've been down this road before yeah. the season where we won 49 games. We started 2-8. and eight. Like, when we, when we up, uh, you know, adjusted the roster, we had added new pieces, it happens sometimes. So no, I'm not. I'm not the player for blowing it up. But in the same breath, I'm for trading Auto Porter. I put that out there. Mm-hmm. I'm all for getting rid of that contract. Yes, we do. We gotta get rid of him. If we don't get rid of him, we're just stuck with the same concept. Second round, the most, and then we'll, we'll possibly go to a seven game versus a Boston or Milwaukee and lose it on the seventh because the random 
Uh, let me see, John Henson off of Milwaukee scores 30 points on a seven game, or a random Marcus Smart goes for 40 on a seven game. It happens every season. Yeah, every year we get we get killed by the worst players, and not the worst players in the NBA, but players that don't do this ever. Nah. Like we literally like players like we get killed by Wayne Ellington type players. Yes. Like. <laughs> But see, I, I mean, Wayne Ellington, you know, he he has his days. It, it all depends to see. That's all coaching stuff. His days are a lot against the Wizards. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't re- wasn't recently, but mm-hmm. yeah, like those type players kill us. Has been playing crazy. I think he had a thirty-point game this season. Yes, he did. They actually had two. Mm. That double-double mindset, and that's great. Mm. I like players like that because you, as a role player, that's the that's the best. Some people don't understand when they say role players. They think role players are like, okay, now he's the assist. He's the one that does the rebound. No, no, no. Role players. They mean it's like a payroll. You as you as Bradley Beal are supposed to come in and give me twenty-five points and at least. Five rebounds. John Wall, you're supposed to come and give me 20 points and at least 10 assists. If you don't give me those 20 and 10, you're going to see the results. You're going to end up with an L. See, we've, well, we've, we've been there. Yeah, Where we've both been. of these guys have had 30 and we lost. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, 30 points. I mean, look at John Wall. Honestly, this is not his best assist season. He's averaging about eight assists per game. Come on, man. We had a prime John Wall averaging 13 assists, beating Chris Paul in assists two years ago. Last year, he averaged 11. What's going on? Eight assists. I mean, it's eight, it's a span of 12 games. Same eight assists now. It's Because at the end of the season, it continues like this. It's probably going to five assists per game. It's horrible. It's John Wall, man. Flashy passes. What's that going on? Then I also got trading for... I mean, trading, going back to the Brooklyn Nets whole era where he was going to get basically abducted by them on free agency. But, you know, Brooklyn still wants him. They want that role player. They're probably going to end so up. I think he will be, like, that guy there. He will be that guy there, yeah, yeah. So they're probably going to end up, you know, second to last in the East another year, another a lot of wasting money on contracts. They need him. They need him. And, mm-hmm. you know, we could do a trade for Damari Carroll. Great guy. We're talking about he was the top dog in Atlanta when they had those, like, four all-stars. We're talking about when it was that all Paul Mills had Kyle Cover era. Yeah, he was the mm-hmm. top dog. He was averaging about 23 points per game. We can have that dude in our squad. Also, we can add uh, – they could add an Allen Crab to the trade. He's a great role player. He, 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 could, he could do his damage. He averages right now about 13.2 points per game and about six rebounds per game, and he comes out the bench. Alan Crabb? Alan Crabb, yeah. He's another big contract. 
He is. Yeah, but he does fill out the stat sheet. For, I mean, not the stat sheet, the contract sheet for Otto Porter. Otto Porter's contract too big, man. That's the only problem. Like, come on, man. When I was mentoring Indiana, they got to trade Sabonis and Thaddeus Young. Like, those two big names. They could even give us Bob, uh, they could give us Bojan back, uh, Bogdanovich. Remember when he was playing mm. for the Wizards? He can give, they can give him back with Sabonis and that late first round pick just to fill up that salary. I want to ask you this. If you are the GM for the Indiana Pacers, are you willing to take, I mean, take auto for the contract for two Amen. players that are playing very well for you? Like, looking at the production that Otto's been given and the production that, like, the Indiana, they're seven and, um, seven and five, seven and six. Mm-hmm. Like, they aren't they aren't bad. So, why would they trade? Saying if you are a, a GM of that team, why trade somebody who's given pro- more production off the bench than a starter? Because you got to see, all right, you got to see the fact that we're sitting in the East. Even though the East is always recognized as the bad, you know, the bad side of basketball. Actually, this mm. year it's the best side of basketball. We got the number one team in the league, which is Toronto Raptors. You got a lot of competition, man. We're talking about if the Pacers don't keep up, you know, Vital Deep was young, but he'll get older. You know, I'm just going to say it's like the Wizards when we took a chance on John Wall and Bradley Beal. We knew it wasn't going to happen now, but the finals were going to come. Years to come. So let's say Victor Depot sitting now in three years in the Indiana Pacers, in, in the next three years in the Indiana Pacers. Do you think he's going to want to stay if they don't see a lot of changes? Just you got to look at great teams and how they do it. Look at the Raptors. They trade awesome dudes every year and they improve. That's how, that's how it works. You Come on, DeMar DeRozan, he was the face of the Raptors. You can't say it was Kyle Lowry. They dare they, they trade him. You know, uh, guys like, um, let me see, Bismet Biyombo. They didn't offer him a contract. He was a great, like, he was a great center for, uh, you know, the Raptors itself. And they came in the playoffs. He was balling, man. They sent him to the Magic. You know, this they, you just have to take the risk. Larry Bird is well known for taking those risks. I mean, come on, man. He traded Paul George for Victor Oladipo. What he saw in him, nobody else saw. He knows what he wants. I feel like Otto Porter is what he'll need. Because Otto Porter's not a bad player. You just give him, like, you give him the ball, he'll score you the points. It's the fact that he's just not fitting with well, I'm looking at him right now, right? Yeah. Like, Jeff Green is averaging, Kelly Oubre is averaging more points than him. Yeah. Dwight Howard was averaging more points. Mm-hmm. Jeff Green and him are tied for the same amount of points. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at you can't, and you can't say he doesn't get the ball because the fact that when he has the ball, he's only averaging one assist per game. His plus minus, I think it's rated right now, like, I think it's like negative two. Like, anytime he's on the floor, they're down by two, technically. That's that plus minus that kind of gets overrated depending on, you know, quarters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, high scoring quarters. But you get what I'm saying? His production value is not there, especially for a guy getting paid $26 million this Season. Auto Porter is averaging ten attempts a game. Well, nine nine point four attempts a game. But Wall and Bill, which of course I expect is they're averaging seventeen point three apiece. Mm-hmm. Bill shooting forty seven percent. Wall shooting forty six percent. No, Bill's averaging uh twenty two per game. Twenty three two point six. 
uh, attempts. Oh, attempts? Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, yeah. This is not easy. Field goal attempts. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with Auto. And Auto, what's crazy, Auto's taking less shots and his field goal percentage is lower. Yes, man. I always, I never understood the fact that he was named like top mid range shooter last year. He had a, I think it was a 43% three point shooter. Uh, I never understood. I, I'll watch every game. And I really, you know, understand. Like I said, the problem with Otto is he'll look great on the stat sheet, but when you watch him play, you don't see his effect on the right. And, and and that's what that's and that's exactly what I'm saying. The game Otto was out. We won. We when Otto Otto went out. When, that's when Kelly started. Kelly looked great. I really believe that we need to allow Kelly to be the starter, starting small forward for the team. I understand you paying Otto Porter a lot of money, mm-hmm. but maybe. Something has to give because Auto Porter it hasn't been working for him. So maybe him and Austin Rivers may be better better together. Him and Austin Rivers running but I, because the, go ahead. The problem I got, I mean, not the problem I got. The problem we got is we have Scott Brooks as a coach, and Scott Bruce Scott Brooks approaches. <coughs> those are my main three guys. I'm always gonna put them in the same rotation, and you can notice that in every game. Everything's literally by the minute. You know, it reaches. We reach uh, uh, eight minutes into the first quarter. You know, there's four minutes left, and he'll just swap out the whole, the main three guys immediately, unless somebody gets in fall trouble. You know, that's just something standard procedure and stuff like that. But you know, he's not gonna switch them to the second unit. He doesn't play with his um, with his squadrons like upgrade. That's what that's what makes probably the the god and and coaching. Man's always trying different lineups, see who goes with who. Why? Why doesn't Scott Brooks try that? Like he has the power. There's nothing he can do wrong. The only thing he does wrong is the decisions he makes after halftime. He's just anytime halftime comes in, like you know when we go to halftime, we come out the the locker room looking worse than the first half, even though we did horrible in the first half. And just because he has this idea of if my main three guys do good in the first minute. My bench should just keep up. No, man, mix them up. You you shouldn't. There shouldn't be a reason why you know. Um, uh, even though I respect you know Thomas Taratansky, he he shouldn't be the main guy in the bench. You know, eight minutes into the first quarter, I feel mm-hmm. like you know Bradley Beal should stay you know ball handling all the way to the first quarter. Swap them out in the beginning of the second quarter. You know, just shift it. You know, shift around, man. You got you got to play with those roles. Come on, we have, you know, we also, in our units, we have about five dudes that haven't seen any minutes this season. I know they're, you know, I know they're, you know, freshmen and, you know, they're starting to, you know, get the clubs and stuff like that. But Make sure you guys follow the DMV Sports Network on Twitter, DMV underscore Sports Network. You got a uh, Twitter you want to plug in? No, I'm good right now. No Twitter, I got you. And make sure, well, you can follow me on, on Twitter as well. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, The Wiz Report, W-I-Z-R-E-P-O-R-T. And also make sure you check out dmvsportsnetwork.com. There were a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of local, um, local everything from articles to podcasts, reviews, predictions, bold predictions. You have all of that on DMV Sports Network, so. You guys get a chance. Make sure you check that out. Um. So, about I want to actually I want to speak on 
the fans, you know, media saying that the Wizards should blow it up now. Before we blow it up, right? I said my my personal opinion. I said give the Wizards till December. Give them. Then they they played about three months of bas two and a half months of basketball. You get to see um. You get to see how they really are with a full healthy team. It's time to actually build chemistry with with each other. Like once we once we get there, then then I can see more people saying about something about blowing it up. But I feel like we um we have too much talent, young talent to blow it up. Like Bill's still about what is twenty four, twenty five. John's twenty eight, but. You got you got you got youth. You have Troy Brown Jr. Otto still young. Kelly Oubre still young. Like you have a mixture of young guys with vets. So if anything, I say you bring in more consistent role players instead of blowing the entire organization up. That's just my opinion. Like I would even be giving Troy Brown Jr. more playing time. If I see guys like Otto Porter not stepping up, I'm I'm gonna give a young guy a chance. Like the Wizards problem over the years, and it's not only been under Scott Brooks. We wait too long to actually develop our talent. We when we first got Auto Porter, Auto Porter didn't play much for about two, three years. When we Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre didn't really start getting playing time, big minutes until about last year. Mm-hmm. Like I think the Wizards wait too long to to showcase the talent that they have, and I don't think they should do that with guys like Troy Brown Jr. and Thomas Bryant. Like these guys are act, can actually play basketball. Let them go. They won't get better if we won't let them play. Uh-huh. I mean, man, blow it up. It's just, it's. I'm. I'm just gonna put it in simple words. It's a dumb term. It's a. Uh, There's no reason why we should blow it up. Yes, we're sitting, you know, 13th spot right now, but it's only 12 games in. Like you said, wait till December. Wait till mm-hmm. we're standing. Specifically. After the all-star break, that's the breaking point of every team. That's mm-hmm. when they start noticing, all right, this is who I have to trade. This is, who I have to, this is what that's I have so. to do. Like in we 2000, I think play. last year, Miami went on like a 30 and 6. They ended the season like 30 and 6 in their last 36 games. Like, uh, like um, that's what, And before that, they their fans probably were saying blow it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, and then look at them. Like I feel like you can't. You can't give up on your team because they look bad at the moment. Now, I say that to say this. I would not be opposed to getting one of them young Duke guys by any means. If we can keep Wall and Bill and somehow get a Zion Williamson or a Cam Reddish or R.J. Barrett, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not for breaking Wall and Bill up right now. I'm not for that at all. We got to be completely honest with each other. There's no, like, like you said, we take too long developing young guys. We got to look for either veteran talent or superstars. There's no reason why. Yeah, yeah, if if you're going to get, like I said, if you're going to get a rookie, you got to get a, a guy like one of the Duke guys. Mm-hmm. One that's NBA ready. NBA ready, yes. But you feel me? I don't, we know more projects. Like, we really, fifth, like, I'm I'm all for my guy, Troy Brown Jr. But I would have rather had Mitchell Robinson. So we wouldn't have had to spend money on Dwight Howard. See, I just, I don't understand what Ernie Grunfield is doing. We <laughs> could have had a big chance 
on Demarcus Cousins. I don't care if he's hurt. Look, Dwight Howard. You know, hurt. I made a I made a video. I posted a video um on Twitter over the summertime regarding uh a Kawhi Leonard for Auto Porter trade, right? Not straight up, but of course we we'd have gave him a, a draft pick, and maybe if we had to another player mm-hmm. like a Kelly Oubre. Now, I know it sounds stupid. Like, who the hell would trade Otto Porter for Kawhi Leonard? And this is before the the Mar Rosen thing was even. I even heard about it. So I this was my logic. We traded for Kawhi. We got Wall, Bill, and Kawhi, right? Mm-hmm. But we also only have Kawhi for a rental. But we freed up all those contracts yeah. to where even if we get we don't we lose out on Kawhi, we still have enough money to go get Demarcus Cousins when he's a free agent. That's what I'm saying. You free up. So, so um, I'd have took a risk on um this year. I'd have took a risk if we would have gave up Jimmy Butler. I mean, try to get auto for Jimmy Butler. But I think the reason why we didn't we weren't an option because they wanted Bill and we weren't willing to give up Bill for Butler. Sure thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Because I've seen them match up in the playoffs and I've always seen Bill win that matchup. <laughs> yeah, every time. Bill Bill wins that matchup. So yeah, I'm 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 definitely keeping Bill oh. over Jimmy. Yeah, people get so frustrated with this season. Man, I'm sorry. The Wizards are a playoff team. I don't care what no one says. If we would have faced Cleveland last year, we would have gone to the finals. That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. I, I just believe in it. Bill and John mm-hmm. Wall have this thing against LeBron. Every time they will meet, they just be the clash of titans. And I'll be mad when they didn't put it nationally televised because they see the talent we have. They can mm-hmm. play. They can ball. And, oh, man, I just can't explain. Yeah, we'll, um, Wall and Bill at their best. I think they're the second best um, backcourt in the NBA behind Clay and Steph. And I think that's more so because Steph is just so amazing. Steph is just, Steph. Is Steph. Steph yeah. I, I can't wait to in 10 years I get to see the, the you know, the 30 for 30s on Steph Curry and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, Steph hey, is. Yo, I saw that guy playing. He was good. Steph is amazing. Like, I witnessed him drop 50 twice on the Wizards. Man, don't even talk about that, man. That day was so frustrating for me, man. <laughs> like, we just, we just couldn't. It was nothing we could do about that. We lost by what forty, right? Um, to what? Um, Golden State. Yeah, we lost by forty, right? A thirty-nine, something like that. Let me see. Because I remember I was pretty pissed, and that's it. He didn't even play the fourth quarter. Not at all. Yeah, that we lost one forty-four to one twenty-two. Oh, okay. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Steph is Steph, and you can't deny that. He changed the game. He's the reason mm-hmm. why we're struggling, really, because we're trying to catch up to them. And there shouldn't be a reason why our team is trying to do that. I think even though this league is based off of three-point scoring, if we're good at driving, we should stay with driving. We just have to add the guy that does three-point shooting. That's the feel like that's what messes up. Like you said in the beginning of the mm-hmm. podcast, John Wall is trying to take shots that he doesn't make. Don't Don't mm-hmm. try it. Just just, you know, fix it up another way. Like, get a Kyle Corver or something. I mean, I don't like – I personally don't like Kyle Corver just because of the fact that he does have to have a big man blocking a view, and when they say he's a catch-and-shoot, yeah, he is a catch-and-shoot, but back in the day, not right mm-hmm. now. He's not – he's not like, I'm looking, 100%. I'm looking at, you know, what's the stats. So, we're 16th in rebounding. I mean, 16th in um, field goal percentage, 44.9. Mm-hmm. 
per cent per game. Okay. 27th in three-point percentage. We shoot 32.2% from three-point line. Point scored, we aren't bad when it comes to scoring. Our defense is just horrible. We're 12th in the league in scoring with 111 per game. But rebounding, you want to hit his number? Uh-huh. How many? 29th in the NBA. 40.1 rebounds per game. You got to give it time. We got to give it time. We got to let this Dwight Howard thing develop. Each, oh man, I don't even want to mention Ian Mahimney. Because every time I, yeah. I just think Jan that, is garbage. <laughs> he's a good player, man. It just doesn't fit with our standards. It doesn't fit with our, our way of playing. He's a great, what do you call him, an offensive center. He's not that dry. he's not that Dwight Howard take out space. You see him and you look at him and he looks like a power forward. He's built like a power forward, but he said he's registered at the center, and that's what I feel like kind of kills him. He was doing great with the with the Pacers, but you know they were playing that small ball, and you had Paul George just shooting the threes. That's different. That's a way so, different playing style. How you feel about um? How you feel about the the Jimmy Butler trade? I don't think it affects us at all. I feel like the worst thing they could have done is give up Robert Covington. I feel like Covington played a great role with that team. Dario Sarek was just gaining his, his momentum. He literally just gained his momentum about two games ago. I watch mm-hmm. him play all the time. And, um, you know, he, he does get his minutes in, but he didn't have that shooting confidence. And about two just, games ago, I think he finally got it. For a while. It's going to take them a while to get it together. Yeah, honestly, it's – I say that because they lose two shooters – Two yeah. shooters, and um, Sark and Covington. Covington, Covington and you also right. lose defense, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you Jimmy Butler is better than both of those guys, but now, what about your bench? Mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't explain. I don't. I like Jimmy Butler. He can ball. He's height though. I can't. I can't stand height because I think Ben Simmons is height. I don't think. I just, you should have seen him in the playoffs last year, man. What, what's up with all that going to the finals? I don't think I don't I don't have the seventy six going to the finals. I don't think they're they're. Uh, they're I don't think Ben Simmons is ready for that. He's not ready. And he's your your quote unquote point guard, point forward, whatever you want to call him. He runs your offense. I don't think he's ready for that pressure. I I just can't explain the Sixers just. Let me see. And the playoffs itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. I do have. I, I do have a good stat for you from John Wall. In the last seven days, he's second in the league in assists, averaging ten point three assists over the last seven days. Yes. And also, he's averaging two point three turnovers, but thirty five point seven percent from free th- on the three point range. Yes, yes. That's an improvement. Mm-hmm. He, From he is compared to, he is like I'm like watching, he's definitely improving. But but I mean, see, what was messing up his stats those first eight, first eight games is the fact that it's not that he was absent after the halftime. He just would get barely eight minutes after the halftime. Mm-hmm. When they would just get crushed, and Scarborough would just throw the towel and be like, just send the second. Another minute. another thing, we should never not have a starter on the floor. I noticed that about us. Every time we go with these all bench lineups, we get crushed. You get crushed. Washed. This is horrible. They have a, like we, I think the plus minus of negative nineteen. The whole bench is on the floor. 
That means they're all scoring us by 19 points when the whole bench is on the floor. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a blowout. <laughs> a blowout on top of a blowout. That's why mm-hmm. that's what I was saying, you know, you have to put that like real presence. You need to put that player that can guide that second unit on doing something. Austin Rivers is a great guy. He could ball. But I'm just gonna say I, I see him as a Brandon Jennings. When Brandon Jennings joins the Wizards, I thought it was gonna be a great force for the second unit. But we didn't like, use him right. We just didn't use him, yeah. But he confessed himself, this is John Wall's team. I'm just here to facilitate the ball. He wasn't going to play aggressive at all. And that killed us because he was a great eh, – we could have had him on But the, he, he, he showed start. spurts in the playoffs that he he could still ball. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, had, a, he had a spurt where he scored like 10 straight points against Atlanta yeah, yeah, in the playoffs. Like, I, I really like that guy. That guy is that... – Get Brandon Jennings for ball. And, and mm-hmm. if you remember him from the Milwaukee days, huh, if mm-hmm. he's still in Milwaukee, right, it would be a different story. Airbus was not needed. But, you know, it's just, like he said, this is John. I'm just here to facilitate. So what's killing this great guy like Austin Rivers is, Austin Rivers is like, hey, the main dog is But the thing is, though, you have to play as if you are the main dog. I don't care if I'm playing with Kobe. If I'm coming off the bench and Kobe's starting, I'm going to play like I'm Kobe, me personally. I feel like you have to play with that type of heart because if you don't, then that unit that you are the leader of, they won't follow suit and play as well as you 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 want them to. Like you can't hold back because John Wall is on the team. You guys aren't on the floor at the same time, and when you are on the floor at the same time, you find ways to do other things to make yourself available, like move off ball, set off ball screens, and things of that nature. You feel me? Yeah. That's, that's just how. That's that's all players because really, uh. We just can't control that. That's just that's it's like it's how they behave between each other. This is I guess it's a sign of respect between them. Mm-hmm. We don't understand. We're not professional players, so we don't get see, to but see that. Aspect. I think that's any level of bad. Like I played basketball. I played AAU ball. I, I didn't get to play high school because I had bad grades in high school. But I've I've definitely I played organized ball to the point where I played with guys that were nationally ranked, but I still played my game. Like, I wouldn't allow another man's game to affect mine. And if I had to adjust, then I do adjust, but I still do that to the best of my ability. Not just standing still. You did your part. Right. I'm spacing, you know, I'm boxing out. I'm spacing I'm the floor. I'm setting picks. I'm moving. I'm spacing the floor. Like, I'm doing I'm doing the things that I have to do in order for the team to succeed. And I feel like that's that's just an excuse to say that it's not your team. Yeah, it's not your team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you when the second unit comes in, Kelly Oubre looks like he's the best player, one of the best players we have. Just because because he's, he's going to play the way like he that. plays regardless, and that's why yes. I love Kelly. That's why I love Kelly. He wants to win. And that's mm-hmm. another thing I wanted to mention when you said the Jimmy Butler trade. He wasn't, he wasn't going to feel welcome here. I'm sorry. The way we act and the, the whole drama behind the scenes, it's just, he wanted he was gonna take our third string. Yeah, <laughs> he was gonna. He wants somebody that could win. So it's like you know, I'm sorry, yeah. man. I mean, we do have. I I wish my wizards would have that mentality, but at the moment, there's something going on that we just can't figure out. Us as fans, we can only speculate and start rumors about it. But there's uh-huh. something deeper than what we think is deep going on, and somebody's gonna have to confess it. Somebody's gonna have to come forward and say, hey. You know, this is what's going on. We're mad at John Wall or something. 
And John Wall, like last season, he's going to have to do the same thing he did. All right, I'm going to let him play with themselves, see if they need me or not. What happened? Oh, we need him. John Wall's the best player in this team. We cannot let him go. I don't know what people still speculate the fact that they want to trade him. Right. We're paying him big money because, honestly, I don't care if all the hatred I'm going to get for this, he's worth that big money. There's no there's no stopping uh, John Wall. I, I, I was – I'm one of the few guys that agree with you. I think Wall earned every dollar that he's getting. I also do think this, though. I think Wall has to play the same way he played to earn that money. And he was hurt last year. I think he's getting reaccustomed. He's a little out of shape. I think he's going to be in shape. December is – like, last two Decembers, John Wall has won the NBA Play of the Month. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so, this December – hold on. I th- this December, December is his month, so hopefully we get a crazy wall December. He wants it. Uh, uh, Man, I wish we would get another Christmas game. He always goes off on that Christmas game. Like, we, we, we had that yeah. epic 30-point. Last year, last year he, he he made Kyrie look look inferior and inferior to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Kyrie is nice. He's decent with the handles. You know, he was great with LeBron. Right now, he is he is being a mean dog right now because I feel like he's noticing if he doesn't step it up, he's going to get traded just because of the Celtics' way of being. But, I mean, I think I would take John Wall over Kyrie any day. I don't care what no one says. Yeah. That's it. What's crazy, right? Yeah. Wall last year, 2017, he's a player of the month with the Wizards. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gave the Wizards a 10-5 and five record. Then he got hurt. Yeah. The Wizards went when he came back. We ended the season with a twenty-five, and that's how we made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. When he came back after that whole Gortat scan, I remember in February they had that whole Gortat was saying that he wasn't facilitating the ball, and then you know they went on a two-winning streak, and then they lost like eight games in a row, and it was noticeable that his presence was needed on that court. And, you know, yeah. man, I'm so- Wall is the key to our success, man. It is. Run it through the wall. Run the offense through the wall. Have have Bio explode. And you know what I liked about Bio last season? Actually, think about it. That he's not doing anymore. Bio was driving. Bio was actually mm-hmm. driving. Because I remember, you know, he is a great three-point shooter. But when you, you know, on the stat sheet, he looks great. But when you see him play, you're like, man, Bill's not making him. What's going on? Oh, how did he miss that? He's open wide. Bill's a momentum shooter. That's how I said him. He will only make them when they are needed and when he's under pressure. He's not that right. open shot. Oh, he's open. Oh, uh, pick and roll. Oh, behind the screen. No, 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 no. He'll literally have somebody guarding him, go right there on that corner right side or that corner left side, not on the edge of the mm-hmm. three-point line, just facing towards, like, you know, the, the free throw line, shoot that three, make it every time. Yeah. I mean. But in conclusion, though, I think the Wizards win double digits tonight. I think we, we get our groove back, like, based off the second half of the Orlando game on Friday and the Miami game on Saturday. I say we um, I say we win, let me see, 115 to 100. I'm going to go with that. That's my prediction for the night. What about you? My prediction for the night was the score uh, 106, Magic score 88. That's, if Aaron that's Gordon, if Aaron Gordon's press 
It'll, it'll, it'll be a high-scoring game. If Aaron Gordon is not there, they need to play as strong of a defense on that power forward and center. More facilitation towards, you know, playing our bigs in an offensive role instead of a defense role. That's what we'll get that, you know. That's what I'm saying, 106. Um, uh, they only have they have a DJ Augustine as their starter. And they mm-hmm. also have uh, Gene, what's his name, Martin? He's been doing pretty good the last two games. He's scored about 22-24. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think they're a threat to John and Bill. I don't see that much of an issue. We just got to get Otto Porter on his defensive side, stopping Fournier. And, right. you know, Evan Fournier won't be – if he's not an issue, we'll be good. You know, Dwight yeah. Howard, which is just has to, you know, get uh, Vucevic on foul trouble in that first half. And after that, it's just be smooth breeze. What I'm scared about is our second unit facing that Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross has got yeah. a lot of confidence lately, a lot of playing minutes. I think he's averaging about 28 playing minutes in the last four games. So let's see how this goes, man. All right, man. That's the Wiz Report for today. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Wiz Report on Twitter. Make sure you follow me, Keith Oliver, K E E S E O L I V E R. And um, that'll be it for today. Good, good having you, Nardo. Welcome, welcome to Wiz Report, brother. All right, man. All right.